up, everybody? I'm in Los Angeles, California. My name is Dave Anderson. That is Mike Vick. He's in Virginia. Are you in Miami? Miami? Oh, that's in right. Miami. You are in Miami. Yeah. Just like uh, I'm in Miami, just like just I'm like in you're in Virginia. We are here. Get got the door. <laughs> Gaming Society Week 14, Mike Vick. Week 14. We are creeping through the season. Uh, I, I I don't know. This is the time of the year where when you run the football, where you run the football. <laughs> but like, what I think what uh what what always struck me about this time uh when I was playing professional football was this is when normal football is over, right? College football is over. High yeah. school football yeah. is over. You're over right after Thanksgiving. You might have a playoff game. This is like the three most important games of the season of professional football. So this really theoretically yeah. separates the men's from the men from the boys. I don't know how you handled this part of your career. Like your first year, people forget you played 20 games basically your first year. Yeah. Yeah. Come December, you either thinking about January and what the road, the path going to be to get the January playoffs. Or you're thinking about how you, where you going the first week of your vacation. <laughs> in and I always like to be, I always like to be on the side of thinking about who that opponent was going to be first round of, the road traveled to get to the what first round. What they say round. on TNT, uh, gone fishing. <laughs> on TNT, What's that? and they say you're gone fishing. You're thinking about where you're going to have that fishing, fishing. trip. Yep. And, and I'll tell you what, if, uh, if, if, if our all-in picks relied on us making the playoffs, uh, we would be gone fishing because, uh, Mike, you lost last week. I lost last week. We are now both four and five. You know what? Like... Davis told us this, our producer Davis. When we say our all-in picks, they're so believable. We might need yeah, to fact-check I mean, ourselves a little bit. Uh, but you lost the Niners. The Niners lost to Seattle. I didn't see that coming. You know what, man? And and for real, that's my fault because I shouldn't bet against Russell Wilson. Right now, the chips are down for Russ. And he ain't feeling it. And I should have thought about that. And I should have moved on. Maybe I should have picked... Uh, let me see what's to my recollection. Who played Jacksonville? Rams. Uh, the Rams. I should have known that they was gonna come back strong. Yeah. I should have. Or the Cardinals. We both thought we we were both high on the Cardinals. Talking about Kyle Murray coming back. We didn't know if he was gonna play, but that was definitely uh, part of like uh, maybe what impressed us week thirteen. I'll tell you what. I lost yeah. too. I had Cincy minus three over the Chargers. That wasn't even close. Um, that, that was, was a good game. football game. Now, let me just say this. If people who watch football didn't understand how turnovers can play a factor in the game, that was the prime example. In what way? Oh. Jamal Chase. So Jamal Chase dropped a touchdown pass. Joe Burrow, beautiful throw right side. It was a go route. Hit him right in the hands and just popped up. And then the cornerback picked it. And then, like, late in the fourth quarter, a fumble right off the handoff from the running back, picked up, scoop and score. Like, it just changed the whole dynamic of the game. Every time since he got some rhythm, a mistake happened, and then the Chargers capitalized. But, you know, that's football. That's the, how you the, lose games. The one thing whenever you talk about um, the differences between Major League Baseball, basketball, and NFL football players, in the NFL, if you and I made a mistake on the field – Say we say say I was Jamar Chase and I dropped that pass, it would have been a touchdown. Now it's taken back the other way. That's a 14-point swing, which is really hard to get. In basketball, if I turn yep. the ball over, whatever, he picks me and dunks the ball. 
four point swing, maybe six at the worst. Yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. We can make that back. We have a hell of a time. Even a ten point swing. Even a ten I strike out two out of three times anyway, and I'm still fine. People forget how uh, critical those those errors are, yeah. and which is why people always talk about fundamental football when when players. Sometimes they sound so cliche, but it is so important. Yeah, we got a different type of pressure in our game. And when you look at the monetary, you know, I see why a lot of guys struggle. <laughs> yeah. I see why a lot yeah. of guys struggle. Like, what struggle can easily be, man? Now I'm only making X amount of dollars and I got to go out and take on yep. this. You know, so you got to stay yeah. super focused. And then add in the physicality, it's a, it can be a beast. But all yeah. that being said, you know, we, we covered a couple of teams there. Who did impress you week 13? Who impressed me, Victor? I, I would have to say Dallas, because right out the gate, you know, it it, it didn't look good for Dallas, and then you know they they put on a touchdown drive, and he was like, oh, now they back. You know, that's the Dallas Cowboys team I was used to seeing, you know, early in the season, and then they started to flutter a little bit, and nothing happened, and the game got boring, and there was no movement on their side of the ball, and thank God that. The Saints couldn't move the ball because, you know, it might have got ugly. Um, and, and then, you know, the defense won the game. But I felt like that was like the total team yeah. win. You know, that's if you're going to win a game sometimes, because the offense can't carry, carry you every week. Sometimes the defense got to carry you. And this, at this juncture in the season, I think the defense should carry the offense yeah. a little bit. You're going to run into some issues uh, we'll talk about with weather or whatnot that what happens, that your defense has got to step up in certain scenarios. But that was definitely a case where they stepped up yeah. the whole game. Uh, I want to say uh, the Washington football team uh, was my biggest surprise week 13 yeah. beating the Raiders. I, I was pretty high on the Raiders. You know, we were low on them with after the John Gruden thing, but they're still an incredibly talented football team. They're still beating good teams. They're still in the hunt in the AFC West doing some impressive stuff, beating those guys. I, ha- I, I was down, down, down on Washington. And they just keep sneaking up and, bite, and biting teams in the butt. You know, they're not going to do anything really, I don't think, in the NFC East, but uh or, or playoffs but they are ruining some people's seasons which is fun it makes football fun week 14 15 16 and i'll be remiss if i don't say this congratulations to the detroit yeah. line <laughs> man that was an epic yeah. finish Jared golf dan campbell you know every guy who contributed to that win man like we hate seeing teams lose we hate seeing teams being on 11 and whatever the case may be. So when you see some success like that, man, you got to appreciate it. And I respect you. It. Cause you know, those are pros giving it all they have every week and getting their, they're getting their heads knocked in. It's not fun. It's not about the check. It's not about the check nope. at that point. Trust yeah. me. Everybody, trust but, me. Um, you know what? All, all those were fun games, but I think the, the easily the most watched football game this week was this bills uh, Patriots football game on Monday night football. I don't even know. They're, they're, you're probably gonna need a thousand questions this week. Mm-hmm. Throwing three passes. It was three. beautiful. Okay. Continue on. It was Continue. beautiful. How, could because here. Hey. All right, I'm not even gonna comment. Take, hey, go hey, on. First, go. take run with this for a second before I before. Have the audacity to come in and run the football every play the way they did was like, you know, I don't think it was a form of disrespect. It was like this is our game plan, and we feel like we're better than you on this side of the ball. We are. You got to look at the film and say, oh, we're going to come in to this game probably, you know, the day before because you get the conditions. You know the conditions of what sure. it's going to be. 
you got to come into the team room and say, we're going to pound the football tomorrow. We're going probably going to run it 90% of the time. So get ready. That's the only way you get ready yeah. for that. And for them to pull that off, man, that, that was amazing. We ain't never seen them like I've that. Never seen, I've never, never even heard of anything like that, right? Like, they talk about Super Bowl, modern era. You even look at, I, I mean, I played against Air Force every year. And it was the most boring game to watch. It was just first round run, second down run. They go on fourth down every time when they cross the 35. Yeah. options. this option. I know they yeah. can get three yards. Option play, option play, option play the whole way down the field. And you're like, where can we steal a possession? First of all, Belichick trolled all of us by wearing the Navy uh, the Navy football uh, mask at the before and after the game. Yeah. But the the discipline and the team mentality to pull that off is what impressed me. Yes, to call the plays, but like yes. you I, and I watched a bunch of the Manning podcast, uh, the Manning cast, to kind of see what they were saying. Because if you had, I just refuse to believe. If Belichick came to you and said, Mike. Hey, we're going to we're going to hand the ball off uh whatever 42 times and you're going to and you're going to throw yeah. three. You'd be like, "Coach, I can throw it in the I can throw it out here. I'm fine. I can do this. Trust me." And he's like, "I do trust you, but I trust that we're going to win if we do this. Do you, don't you trust me? You got to kind of let, like, I guess you got to you got to got to go down for the team, well, right? I don't know. It it'll be 50 years before we see a game plan like that again. Or if Bill Belichick decides that the team he playing, if it's inclement weather and this is what we got to do they're going to do it because that was the mindset that's a mindset that's that rubs off from the coaches to the players man like this is what we about to what, do it had to be fun the, what is what was the worst um uh, uh what do you call it weather game you played in your whole career uh my nfc championship game uh eight degrees in philadelphia and um i guess like what was it like like hailing. I don't know what I mean. It was like flurry, not even they weren't flurries because they was like hard ice balls falling. <laughs> ice balls falling. Are you sure that wasn't the like, crowd throwing them at you? Ice balls falling in. <laughs> I mean, you got a condo in South Beach, you like, man. Did you guys win? What did you I win? really want to be? We lost. No, we didn't. That that game was the closest I got to playing in the Super Bowl and you know, that season, 2004, was easy real quick. It was easy to get to the championship game. We just happened to run into Philly, who was good. And, you know, I just really thought we was going to get back because it was so easy to get there. But I found out the hard way. We, I played in college. I played a game at Air Force where, no joke, we, we called a dig route, like a old school 18-yard in. And I saw yeah. our, our quarterback – shot put it to me like it was in that and he threw it was we completed it but he knew he couldn't throw it and i'm like throw it early because i'm not gonna break down i'm just gonna kind of like roll, roll into this it. thing in there because it was it was soft yeah. snow so it was really slippery that guy falls right. their guy falls i'm running and i look like i'm catching on ice skates because I'm, I'm taking all these little steps i catch it get yeah. tackled but it, it's it's less of the playing it's the hitting each other in the cold which is oh, miserable it's the content. The content with the ground, because the ground is really hard, like way harder than normal. And then the men are freezing cold. It's bad. I played in the zero degree game, too. I played zero degree Green Bay. Zero degrees in Chicago. And that, that was brutal. Oh, that was tough. Well, dude, I don't miss you. You know what? And they give guys like us a lot of crap. Virginia played in the South, had didn't play in the cold. California yeah. boy, whatever, surfer, never played a game in the rain. We were fine. 
Like, the, yeah. like you, 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 you just go out there. The hardest part to me, I had a, I had a the hardest part to me was always getting out of the locker room. You're like, I'm about, I got, we're going to do this. You're like, we're going to do this. I have no options. You know we're what? Do this. I seen it. I went out the day before the zero degree game in Chicago. And this lady was pushing her baby. <laughs> baby had like on a hoodie and it was like nine degrees. And I'm like, Oh, if the baby can do it. I'm going to be all right tonight. I was in warmups. Uh, 35 uh, seconds and they had to bring me in the locker room to throw my hand out. Like, I'm like, I was thinking about the baby. Like, oh, she was way tough. She way tougher Davis, than me. Davis, I don't know what we're going to do for the uh, intro to this, but if there's not a baby uh, in a hoodie with snow, we Man, you, got, <laughs> you better baby, put that out there. The baby, the baby, she she, she was tough, man. She, Let me tell you. Chicago people, they, yeah, they are. But, you know, all this happened. Uh, obviously, uh, Patriots beat the Bills. Not a huge shift in what's going on in the AFC. Just those two teams shuffle around. I think they're both going to make the playoffs. But the biggest uh, change was Baltimore losing to Pittsburgh. Now everything mm. flip-flops. You got Patriots at 9-4, and four, Tennessee 8-4, and four, Baltimore 8-4, and four, Kansas City 8-4, and four, the Chargers seven and five, Cincy seven and five, and now Buffalo Falls is seven and five, right? So you got all your all your uh, what do you call it? divisions represented there in your two um, your two playoff teams, two wild card teams. Who do you like? Uh, instead of asking, it, do you think anyone's going to flip flop within division? Do you think Patriots win the uh, East? Do you think Tennessee wins the South? Do you think Baltimore still wins the North? And do you think Kansas City still wins the West? Yes, you do. Okay. Um, let me see. Hold up. The AFC South. Tennessee, Jacksonville. Uh, I still think Tennessee comes out yeah, of that. There's not going to be Jacksonville, Houston. That's the only division. Okay. Yeah. And then Patriots probably still out of the East. Yes. Okay. Baltimore still out of the North. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City still out of the West, which Kansas City West makes no sense, but that's where yep. they are. Okay. So then you have Chargers, Cincy, Buffalo. I think those are still right. I don't know who it's. The parody in this league I mean, is crazy. kind of like, you know, the parody is crazy. Um, everybody's kind of like undecided on when they, if they want to take over the division or not. And, and you know, in order to to, to take over the division, you you got to you got to win it, beat the winning divisional games. So, you know, these things they dropping games, winning games. Last night was a prime example. That was an opportunity for Buffalo to take the control. only one that I would throw out there that is a big question mark for me is the Colts. They're seven and six. Yeah, and they and they really yep. good. Seven and yep. six, and they have a so they they have a bye right. So they only have seven wins. So they're they're technically two games behind uh, the Titans still. The uh, they're gonna play them. So we'll run into it. They might sneak in and get ahead of someone like the Bengals. So that would be my only team that might get in there. But I'm not. I, I'm rooting they got for John. I, mean, well, I know why you're rooting for him. It's because they got the running back that you, that you never yeah, I'm drafted. Glad you said, yeah, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I appreciate you putting that out there. But, you know, he's mine. And, you know, we, we're doing Our good. Mind. But uh, you said that so I can substitute him in this week because I know I'm on a win streak and nobody really want to help me out. No, right? Yeah, you know what? You're you're on your right. own come playoff season, right? Like you, you, right. you can either go, go fishing or, or you come into the playoffs. But up next – we got to talk a little bit of Tom Brady, but we're going to skip over Tom Brady. Tom Brady is now, I think, 64 years old. He's one year away from getting his uh, his uh, Social Security check. Guy's still balling. It still looks like he's 25. I don't know. I need to get on the Tom TB12 diet. 
I drink, I just yeah. probably, we'll get into one of my why I look older later. But um, what's really interesting is a lot of this AFC and NFC shakeup has, has uh, gone, gone on and really changed the outlook of anyone challenging Tom Brady for the MVP. Right now, yeah. Tom Brady is plus 175. Who do okay. you think is second in the MVP race? I'm just going to start there. Who do you think is second in the MVP race? Second in the MVP race right now, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Now, Tom Brady is plus 175, like I mentioned. So basically a two-to-one odds. Aaron Rodgers, okay. what do you think? Obviously worse odds to win MVP. How much worse? You said Tom was three-to-one two odds? Two-to-one, basically. Two-to-one? I'm going to say eight-to-one. Six-to-one. One. Pretty damn good. You're exactly right. Plus 600. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, and the first non-quarterback is... First non-quarterback, Michael Jonathan Parsons. Taylor. Okay. Jonathan Taylor. It's my fantasy. Shout out to Jonathan He's been Taylor. giving you a lot. He's going to get a lot of love on this show. But it, I like Michael Parsons in there because I do feel like defensive guys don't get a lot of love for MVP, even though they should. Uh, but right. do you see anyone like... Is this Tom Brady? It, it, should the should the vote should the bet be Tom Brady or the field at this point? Like, is he is he the? No doubt, no, yeah, Tom Brady in the field for sure. Tom Tom the front runner, especially after what he did to my Falcons last week. He just these. I said this last week. You know, these teams this time of year they they peaking. They are getting better. They're not gonna get any worse. It's enough film out for guys to see what your tendencies are, what you do, and guys like Tom, Aaron Rodgers. This when they get hot. This time of the year, they the guys that figure that out. There's a chance, right? The 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 Bucks are nine and three. There's a chance Aaron Rodgers still what they they, they can still nine and three or eight nine three? and three. Right. Uh, okay. The Packers are nine and three. Bucks nine and three. Cardinals are ten and two. So there's a chance that the Cardinals went out. Maybe you do give it yeah. to Kyler Murray then. I don't know. He sat out a couple games. I'm not sure if he could get there. The only one I see really getting there is Aaron Rodgers. If if but they have to have I, I don't think just one game better than the Bucks gets them there. I think they gotta go what? Probably two they probably gotta be two games better than the Bucks to get in. They probably gotta be the one seed out of the NFC for sure. Yeah, definitely gotta be on one seed coming out of the NFC. But the NFC is is so stacked, man. Like I cannot wait to see how this play out, Dave. I'm going to just say that. Like, between Arizona, Green Bay, and the Bucks and, and the Rams, like, how is this going to all shape did, out? Did you ever look at the MVP race when you were playing? When you were like, out, did you ever say to yourself, I want to win MVP? I, uh, I never had that goal. It was never an aspiration. I wonder why. Um, it's more so about winning. Yeah. Wait, when my name was thrown in the MVP conversation, I used to marvel at it. I loved it. Like, like you're doing all right, like, man. You're doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. I understood consistency. Brady, Brady, check this out. Brady, 34 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, 23. Wow. Out, like, um, so what, why did so much of a big disparity? Uh, because somebody, hold up. Aaron missed a game. Yep, he missed a game. Uh, maybe three to four. No, nah, I mean, but I mean, that's about like, to be a uh, weather what? issue, too. So Stafford's second. Stafford's got 30. So, you know, L.A. and, and, and Tampa Bay, he's balling. He's, he's he's doing pretty darn well. I think he's taking advantage of the new situation, that's for sure. 
I personally, I would like to see, like, I wish Josh Allen would have won that game. I, w- I would have liked to see this a little bit of a two-man race, but I- I'm with you. I don't see how anyone but Tom Brady to, uh, wins this. Like, if, if I'm betting Tom Brady versus the field, I'm taking Tom Brady. And I did- look at Tom Brady's schedule. Look at the schedule. Because he's, because he's in the, a- the NFC South right now. That's a runaway, in my opinion, right? Yeah, you're right. But it's not you're like right, the Saints man. are I mean, going to slow him down. I don't. Do they get the Falcons? Who cares who they get? If they're they're going to get the rest of that division, he's going to win. The Panthers, that's a dub. Oh, the dub, not only a dub, a dub with a couple touchdowns and, and hot weather. So he doesn't. Have, worst case, he might dub, get some uh, some hurricane weather. But that yeah. MVP race, you got here from here, uh, from here first. Mike Vick, David Anderson, both heavy on uh, on Tom Brady. Next up for us, Mike. I, I, I like talking about the betting academy all the time because the majority of the time I'm teaching you, we had uh, both of us learned a little something last uh, last week about basketball. But I didn't yeah. know what, what I think I enjoy most about this industry right now is they're creating new bets. Some, some I thought I've seen, but new parlays, yeah. new props that really engage the audience, give you something else to think about. Right now, you can bet on which division you think we'll have a Super Bowl winner. Wow. That's cool though, man. Which div- like which division? Now, division. before you answer this, so I'll let you think about this. History question. I failed. Which division has won the most NFC titles? I'm sorry, which division has won the most Super Bowl titles? You know, I'm thinking Steelers. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, <coughs> Niners, NFC. What NFC. Okay, which division within the NFC? The, uh, the NFC West. Incorrect. NFC East. Oh, oh, NFC East. Dallas, New York, Washington, and Philly. The NFC East is the only division that all four teams have won a Super Bowl. How, how about really? that? Thirteen. Wow, I was thinking. Oh, the NFC North with Chicago and Chicago. Green Bay's got four. Yeah, Chicago's only got one. You got the NFC West, which has seven. Not a bad guess. San Francisco with five. LA with one. Seattle with one. You got the AFC East as actually the second place because of the Patriots. You got New England, Miami with two. And New York with one. Here's our question Who are we betting on this year? Which division Ooh. would you bet on? Not which, not AFC or NFC. Which specific division? Uh, <laughs> NFC South. You're taking the you're taking the Bucks. <laughs> I, th- I think. Or the NFC West. See, but look, we got they're all. Here's the thing about this: the worst odds are the AFC South. Makes sense. Okay. The second worst are the NFC East and the AFC North. So no one believes in the Ravens. No one believes NFC East. No one believes at, at, at Dallas. See, but I think Dallas could get hot. I think they could get hot come play. Like if if, if Dallas so like if Dallas wins these next three games, finishes out their season, what would they be with three wins? Three wins, they would be NFC Conference. They'd be 11, 11 and four. Nope, they yep. be they play 16, 17 games. They be they can win five. They can be thirteen and four. It's 
crazy to see 13 and 4 record. You're so used to seeing 13. But anyway, yeah, no, that's a hot, that is a hot team. My... You get over 12 wins in a season. I don't care if you have 17 games. That is a good season. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, good a good season. Team. I don't know. I think you're right. I think you, it's hard not to bet on the NFC South. Uh, the AFC East has got a, a, a couple plus 350. I'm thinking you, you place your bets on the AFC, we, uh, AFC West and the NFC South. That's where I'm going with my money. All right, Mike. Now we're going to talk about something that really matters to both of us. Uh, you beat Ray Lewis. Congratulations in fantasy football. I did. I was watching the ticker. <laughs> I watching the ticker. And I got him. I ain't even need New England defense last uh, night. I got him. Now I lost again. But it's okay because everyone below me lost. You know, it's one of those where it's okay. Yeah. I didn't shift down. That's fine. Uh, it's like it if a- you're, uh, you know, Georgia – you're still going to be in the, in the championship even though you lost. Or at least yes. I'm hoping. I lost to take uh, <laughs> Commissioner Tate Leabu, Um, Who, by the way, I, another shout-out to his podcast. Did you see he has uh, the five-star recruit podcast out there? Nah. I, I, uh, I listened to it last night. I was My, my wife was gone. Check it you should check I'm it out. Check talk it about out. the five star and uh, the basketball, uh, the history of the five star basketball camp, which I thought was pretty cool. But I, I was hoping he was busy looking that instead of his, uh, instead of his, uh, what do you call it, fantasy team. But he was not. Yeah. Right now, Michael, congratulations. Paul, Tate, KG, and Mike Vink have all clinched playoff bursts, and there's two lefts. Oh, I'm number five. That's good. I'm number five. Now, what's interesting, Mike, if you really want to pay attention. It's uh, you versus Paul Pierce. So here's what you need to do. Since you clinched some playoff spots, you need to go start recruiting for the playoffs. You got to go pick up some guys that might be fringe players. Should should okay. should should a should a team sit a guy out week sixteen or seventeen? Yeah. Right. This okay. is where I've seen guys win. Is they knew that like if if the uh, if the Bucks. Are having a uh, uh, whatever if they're gonna sit there, uh, sit Tom Brady in the last last game of the season yeah. or something like that, or if it's Dallas, they're gonna sit Ezekiel Elliott. You go pick up the backup to, so that they can't get him. Not even for you yes. to play him, yes. so that no one so else can get him. Because let me tell yeah. you, what, there are no good running backs out there right now. Like right, I, I'm no, amazed no. that Paul Pierce is still winning because he lost Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. it, it's he, he's probably the only one in, in fantasy football history. That has ever done that. So you got Paul Pierce. I got to beat Marissa Coleman and the WNBA superstar to get into the playoffs. I might play. I might play you. Depends on points for points against. But this is actually getting me jacked up because I'm out of every other fantasy league except this one. My, the one with my <laughs> with my boys from high school. I shit the bed there. That's not ending well. And my other one with my Texan friend. I play with. Uh, there's like twelve of us former Houston Texan players that are on one. That uh, that that's fun to talk talk crap, especially when the first Texan drafted was Brandon Cooks in the like nineteenth round. But we won't get there. Uh, but um, we got to introduce our all in pick of the week here. After fantasy, we always go all in. Um, introduce, but instead of doing our typical all in, we've got a brand new segment here, Mike. Now we got a, we got our first brand endorsement. Do you know how important this is? Okay. Look how big this is. Shout out. Off hours. Whiskey, straight bourbon whiskey. Their back of the bottle says, we believe a great bourbon is for every occasion. It's for celebrating life's small wins. So I thought that was oh, a nice. perfect thing. You got a nice small win in fantasy. I'm hoping for another one. Uh, we got to pour ourselves a little glass. So you don't have you don't okay. have one out there. But I've already gotten into it a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Do you, I'll, I'll get there. I'll catch up. I got a shot glass for me. Cheers, cheers, <laughs> cheers to off hours. I don't know. You said you've been getting into more whiskey. Okay. Here's what I like about it. What, what do they say on uh, one bite? Everyone knows the rules. One, one, uh, one sip. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. Mm. Quit down that yeah. thing. Quit down that thing, Dave. So it 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 wraps around the top okay. of your mouth and into your nose. All right. Nicely. The way nicely. it's supposed to exactly where it's supposed to be. It doesn't sit on the. It doesn't sit in the back. Does it, it doesn't dwell there. I like how it comes right off the palate. It's got enough sweetness to it that you can drink it fast or slow. I wouldn't suggest oh, shooting this, though. I would suggest drinking this. You could shoot this, but okay. it's not... It doesn't taste like a cheap drink that you just want to get rid of. That's I like sure. this. Okay. 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 I like this. Got to savor the moment. We're going to savor the moment. And part of our off hours... Uh, oh. So for this segment, Mike, we're answering questions from our fans. Uh, there's only one rule about off hours. It's not about work. So this is about anything but the X's and O's. This is strictly off the field because we're off the hours. So if you yep. want, you can DM your questions to get at Gaming Society at, uh, on the Instagram box or the Twitter box. We have some questions that we ask from uh, regular listeners as well as, let me let me not lie, ourselves. Got to really get in there. You're right, Dave. Get it right, Dave. I, I got our first question. All right, Mike. We're going to ask you first. What advice would you give kids if they wanted to play football? I would say make sure that you're ready physically. Because in your mind, you want to get out there and play. And, and you got aspirations of playing football and you might just you might not want to play on a professional level, but you know, drink your milk, lift your weights, do your push-ups, and by the time you go out there, you know you're physically ready to play. Um, that's the part that's you know real overwhelming, and that's the part that make kids not want to come back. The physical part of it, getting tackled or having to tackle. So you just make sure you're ready for that, and uh, you'll be okay. I would say. The, the one thing I regret and that I would tell a kid is learn how to tackle and be tackled. So along the same lines of, be, of, of being ready to be physical, which I completely agree with, once you're ready, that is, in my opinion, the only skill uh, of the game. Otherwise, if you're an athlete, football is a place for you. And I would say not only that, in terms of people skills, learning how to be a part of a team, learning that what you do might not... Uh, might not feel like it affects what's really going on, but it does. That is a life skill yeah. that I have taken with me everywhere, and I would say I only learned that in football. Every other sport, one person can dominate a game, win a game, can't do that in football. Yep. All right. If you could take one musician with you on a cross-country trip, who are you taking? I'm taking Jay-Z. Now, I'm taking Jay-Z because, I I mean, who don't want to conversate with Jay-Z or – yeah, no doubt. Man, it up with Jay Z. He said one question. It's all one his question success. You're halfway it's all across Jay-Z. the country. <laughs> yeah, it's all Jay Z's success, and you know you toast up for that. But just in general, a, a, a man who just transcended uh, entertainment and means so much to so many people culturally. You know, I got a lot of respect for Jay Z. It has like a caramel. It has like a caramel in there. Oh, There's nice. Like a, Damn. 